I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. There once was a slumber who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town. Farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float. All the way to London town. They got a plan, the richest scam. They're cutting out the middleman, the shysters, Bert and Maggie. Winter is here to begin with. And to the streets of London, it brings ice, sleet, frostbite, and Christmas. And while snow pitter-patters upon London's filthy rooftops, it is matched by the pitter-patter of happy hearts celebrating the season. The snow is coming down upon old London town. It's just to show, to let you know that Christmas time is here. It's just one sleep away, the night before the day. With family near, we'll have good cheer. Yes, Christmas time is here. Come let the spirit fill you, the warmth of hearth and home. No matter where we come from, no matter where we roam, there's love in every snowflake. There's hope in every heart At Christmas there's good cooking To dinner time we're looking With tasty treats, mint pies and sweets We'll eat until we're sick <laughs> Come on, let's go ice skating All right. So fellas made some love They'll settle for a shove And though there's many Just count a penny If he looks like St Nick Tis the season, and among the flurry of snow and the jingle of sleigh bells, our eponymous heroes Bert and Maggie tread carefully through their first cold yuletide, intent on dishing out phony spiritualism to enliven the Christmas spirit. Ah! Come on, Maggie. Ah, no, Bert! No, no! Get out! I can't, Bert! Get out of the carriage! I'll die, Bert! I'll freeze to death! Maggie... Do you remember Little Willie? Huh? Oh, of course I remember Little Willie. Remember when he threw a tantrum about going out in the snow? No. That's right, he didn't. And he's a kid. No weather stopped him going pickpocketing on our behalf. He tightened his belt, stole a scarf, and got on with it. I can't, Bert. I can't. Right. Bert, why have you stopped trying to convince me? All right, Maggie, do you see what this is? It's a handful of cold death. That's right. 
a snowball. What are you going to do with that snowball, Bert? If you don't get out of that hansom cab and into the Dipplings house, I will snowball you right in the face. You wouldn't. It's up to you, Maggie. Oh, Bert. Come on. <laughs> ridiculous. Get out of here, driver. Yeah. See? Not so bad. Oh, my feet. My feet. Can you stop complaining, Maggie? Why should I? Because it's the festive season. I just hope we're not late for this party with all your mucking about. We're the guests of honour. We can show up whenever we want. Lose the mood, Maggie. At least try and have a good time. We're not here for a good time. We're here to work, which in itself is very weird. Why is that? It's the season of, you know, cooked goose and mulled wine. Which we've covered, I think, pretty fully. I'm just saying that a seance isn't very Christmassy. I don't know. Speaking to dead rallies, that's kind of nice, isn't it? Making you feel like the family is close and all that. I'm not convinced, Bert. Christmas is about scorching temperatures and dodgy seafood. It shouldn't be about muffs and wet ankles. I beg your pardon, Maggie. What? That's disgusting. I've never heard the like. What? I am your brother. So? I don't want to hear about your muff making your ankles wet. Bert. I am horrified. I'm talking about my muff. Keep your voice down. No. No, this. This thing. What? Your fur tube? That's right. This fur tube is called a muff. Ugh, fur tube isn't much better, come to think of it. And my ankles are wet because of this bloody snow. Oh. I see. Snow. Who thought of that? A terrible idea. I don't know. Seems kind of fun. There's the aforementioned snowballs. There's snow angels. Uh, There's snowmen, of course. Uh, Look, there's one over there. What? Where? There. I'm pointing at it. On that stoop. But this was no snowman, as Bert supposed, but rather a wretchedly poor little girl. Yes, while Queen Victoria decked her numerous halls and got toodled on Nog, cries of Merry Christmas rung hollow to those who haven't a half on which to pin their stockings. And so it was for this pitiful match girl sheltering on a nearby stoop. Patters like dances in the air, and every gust of winter wind sends spinning every pair. But the music in my ears only I can hear, and with the darkness closing in, the end is near. I feel. What a depressing snowman. That's not a snowman, Bert. Snow girl, then. I need to keep you away from Mrs Pankhurst at parties. This has nothing to do with Emmeline, great lady she may be, and everything to do with that child who is shivering in her boots, alone and afraid on Christmas Eve. Well, she should go indoors, then. She looks the sort to not have an indoors. Well, she certainly isn't going to find one sitting around doing sod all. Excuse me, little girl. Maggie? Yes? What are you doing? My name's 
name's Maggie. You doing all right? I should be getting back to my father, but he will be angry, for I've burnt up all the matches I was sent out to sell. Your father sent you out in this weather? Yes, and he will surely beat me should I return with empty pockets. Maggie, we have a social event to attend. We don't have time to add to your menagerie of waifs and strays. But she's a little girl, and she looks awful. That's not personal, lass, that's just a fact. It's nothing that a warm fire and a bowl of stew couldn't fix, I'm sure. Maggie, please. Oh, are you an angel? Come to take me to heaven. Oh, Bert. Don't look at me like that, Maggie. Oh, we can't leave her here, sweet little moppet. Yes, we can. We can. Look, I'll show you. See, I'm doing it right now. Come on. Bert, it's Christmas. Oh, now it's Christmas. That's right. And woe betide those what don't do their Christmassy duty and help down at heel kiddies in distress. Maggie. Come let the spirit fill you. What are you doing? The warmth of hearth. Join in, you bastards. No matter where we come from, no matter where we roam, there's love in every snowflake, there's love in every heart. All right, you've had your fun. Clear out the lot of you. (laughs) Well? No, Maggie. Consider my foot down on the matter. Then go to the party without me. What? It's either me and the girl, or neither of us. But but, but I... The choice is yours, Bert. Fine. Bring the little beggar. But don't think for a moment that I'm happy about it. Lord knows what the diplings are going to say. Hello. There you are. I was wondering when Jews was going to show. Hello, Sarah. Evening, Sarah. Come on in then, out of that there cold. Gives your coats and pass me over your fur tube. You call it a fur tube too? Oh, yes. I know it's got a proper name, but I just can't bring myself to say it. What with it having some damn right impolite connotations down the end from what I come from. <laughs> well, here's my coat. And here's my muff. Cor, blimey. Who's this? It's a little girl. Hello. I can see that. What's she doing here, though? We found her sitting on a nearby stoop. Maggie found her. I casually strode by her. And we couldn't leave her out in the cold. But of course, you've got a good art in your head, you have, pet. Many of them toffs what are at this party wouldn't have batted an eye. Well, I did. Especially with it being Christmas and all. Of course, I don't know what the mistress and master are going to say. It's a big old party that them's got planned for this evening. And you know how highly strung the mistress gets about them sort of things. Sarah, is that them? Are they here? Speak of the proverbial. Hello there, mistress. That's right, they're here. Pip, darling, they're here. Thank goodness. You made it. Of course, Mrs. Dippling. Mr. Dippling, have we ever disappointed? No, but one lives in constant terror. Darling. I'm sorry, darling, but this evening has quite taken it out of me. You must tap into your inner reserves of courage, darling. I know it's in there. You're so supportive, darling. And of you, I always will be, darling. Besides, if you crumble under the pressure, then I'll be crushed by it for sure. But why the panic? Has something gone wrong? No, there's no panic. It's going to plan. The tiniest detail is kept pick and span. We have no doubt it'll all turn out grand. But everything must be perfect. Each decorative choice made with love and with care. Sure to delight and with seasonal flair. Who cares if from stress we are losing our hair? For everything's perfect. 
with moments to spare. The kitchen is bustling, each dish set on cue. The cook has been crying with what she's been through. It's practically torture between me and you. But everything's perfect. Yes, perfect. everything's perfect. Let's keep it that way. Sooner than not, it will be Christmas Day. There's only one present for which we both pray. What we want this Christmas, do we need to say? Our prayers are just simple. And we'll have it come what may. Tonight has been perfect. Let's keep it that way. Wait, who is? That oh, mistress, it's a little girl. What was starving on the street? Oh, that's right, Mrs. Dippling. This poor wee bairn was huddled in the snow, too terrified to go home lest her father beat her. So you brought her here? Well, it was either that or go home and take her with me, Mrs. Dippling. Pip, say something. Uh, she's not really dressed for a party. Like I said, I'm happy to leave and take her with me. Maggie. I'm standing firm on this, Bert. Some things are just the right things to do. The guest list was crafted to keep the mood gay. A cheerful environment is our forte. We'll do what we have to to keep it that way. We'll make sure it's perfect, yes, perfect to stay. This strange little urchin dragged in from the cold is hardly the sight that we want to behold. It simply can't happen, we don't mean to sell, but it has to be perfect. Mistress, master, don't you fret about it. I'll take care of the wee puppet. But the party! I'll tuck her up all snug upstairs and I'll be down in a jock to wander round with them tiny glasses of festive sherry. I don't know. But mistress... The snow is coming down upon old London town. I don't know that this is necessary. It's just to show, to let you know. So grating. Christmas time is here. Fine, yes. If she doesn't come to the party and you, me, yes, you, don't leave the party, then I suppose it'll have to do. Wonderful, her compromise. I don't know why you're pleased. You did nothing, Pip. I'm sorry, darling. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. Didn't mean to snap so. You are immediately forgiven, darling. I know the stress you're under. Yes, well, let's be getting to this party then. There you are. And I've brought more drinks. Oh, thank heavens. <sighs> Getting into the festive spirits, I see. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Papley. So droll, Mrs. Papley. Season's greetings, Sir Hempworth. And to you, Lord Gastrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of year with the weather we are warning. One would stay at home. No distractions, but your snoring. But one must make a show. Christmas isn't for ignoring. It's all very civilised. <laughs> isn't it just? Eminently so. Extremely so. Painfully so. <laughs> yes, the hours trickle by and one has to hide the yawning. Still the drinks are a boon and the servants keep on pouring. But one must wear a smile, keep the festive cheer out pouring. Oh, isn't it also nice? Ah! But isn't it? Oh, absolutely. What an event! Such a pleasure! What a fine night! One true treasure! Fun to be had! At your leisure! 
shame, it's awesome boring! Ah, oh, it's Mr. and Mrs. Dippling returned from their sojourn to the front door. And with none other than Mr. and Miss von Liegenschwein. How thrilling. Sir and Lady Hempworth. How wonderful to see you. Good to see you again. Is everyone having a nice time? Oh, yes. Very nice. I was just saying so, wasn't I? That was the exact word you chose. Anyone for mulled wine? Please. And how are you, Sir and Lady Hempworth? Well, I suppose. Yes, I suppose we are well. Looking forward to the evening's performance? The seance, do you mean? It's Always good for a laugh. Nothing too spooky this evening, Mr. Von Liegenschwein. It is Christmas, after all. Only the politest, most cheerful of spirits this evening, Mrs. Dippling. Shame. We were hoping for something exciting. Something salacious. You spiritualist sorts are usually good for that. It's Christmas. Isn't that exciting enough? We're a little beyond staying up late to meet St. Nicholas. Yes, it's been a long time since reindeer on the roof piqued our interest. And Christmas... Well... It's so... Nice. Civilised. <laughs> oh, good evening, von Liegenschweins. Lady Tottle. Good evening, Lady Tottle. I haven't seen you since my last poorhouse benefit, where you channeled the spirit of that unpleasant moneylender. Oh, his greedy tactics were a disgrace to his profession and an offence to every person in the room. I remember, Lady Tottle. My friends were practically throwing money in the collection box just to show that old misery what for. What an evening. Our pleasure, Lady Tottle. Can I get you a drink, Lady Tottle? No, no. I have sworn forbearance from alcoholic beverages for the season. I can't imagine getting through the season without it. (laughs) One must bring awareness to that wicked temptress liquor and the damage she may wrought upon the poor. And so one must reluctantly accept invitations to parties and other society events so that one may spread the word. Why, I went and spoke to my childhood friend, Robbie, and said, you must tell everyone to stop drinking. Who is Robbie? Robert Albert Talbot Gascoigne Cecil, the third Marquis of Salisbury. Who? The Prime Minister. Put down the bottle and instead lift your voice in cleansing song. Oh, never a drop of the gin will I drink, lest to hell should my spirit dare to One does one's best, particularly during the giving season. The what season? Oh, the giving season. Christmas. When we, the privileged few, must take it upon ourselves to spread what we have to the have-nots. Oh, that's right. At this time of year, sees the social sect employing. And the virtuous sort keep their eyeballs on the scoring. Let your faith spring anew in humanity restoring. Yes, it's all very odd. Traditional. Festive. Yes, exactly. Spreading the joy to all the beggars. Filling our hearts. Nothing better. Doing such good. Or whatever. Shame, it's all so boring. 
What was that? I didn't say anything. Oh. Yes, tis the season of charity. Sir Hempworth paid to have all the settees at his club re-upholstered. And Lady Hempworth is funding elocution lessons for the elderly. And our dear friend, Nancy Mandrake. Why, yes, our dear friend, Nancy Mandrake. Is giving out plum puddings to the poor. Your dear friend, <laughs> Nancy Mandrake? That's right. I've only ever heard you slag her off. Whatever can you mean? Careful, Maggie. Thinking back, I can only recall that name being spoken when followed by the shrillest of giggles. Giggling? About the Mandrakes? Perish the thought. Why, Nancy Mandrake is such a wonderful woman. So kind. So, uh... Um, generous. Yes, that'll do. She's so generous. So generous. What about you, Mr. and Mrs. Dibbling? What good have you been doing? What good have we been? We have been... Yes. What have you been doing to help your fellow Which is, I think we've said, very important. Particularly at this time of year. Tis the season, as you so rightly said before. So, Mr. and Mrs. Dibbling. Um. Yes. I, I, yes, we, we have, yes, I know, yes. Darling? We've taken in a young girl from the street, a child, remember? Well, yes. Yes, we took in a young girl lost in the snow who is even now being nursed back to health by a maid. Our maid, working for us and under our instruction. Isn't that right, darling? Yes, that's right, darling. Hey, you've taken in a poor person into your very home? Yes. Tis the season. How simply marvellous. Oh, good for you. <gasps> One oh, tries. Naturally, was the right thing to do. Can we meet her? The girl? That's right. J'adore the poor. I don't see why not. Look, I don't know if... Absolutely, Lady Tottle. She'll be with you in a minute. Miss Von Liegenstein, you simply must rouse that girl and bring her down to the party. Yes, you simply must. Lady Tottle is a profoundly powerful societal force, and never more so than at Christmas. She cannot be disappointed. I remember when certain people in this whispered aside were against that little girl being let in in the first place. Don't argue, Maggie. That ragamuffin might actually have some worth. Everyone has worth, Bert. That has not been my experience. Just go upstairs, get the girl, and bring her down here. Please! Our gratitude will be overflowing! Overwhelming! There will be too much gratitude. It will be spilling onto the carpet. As long as you save some of it for the girl, of course! She'll drown in gratitude! Very well, then. I'll go up and get her, shall I? Thank you, Miss von Liegenschwein. Save me a mince pie, Bert. I'll be back in a jiffy. Can I come in? I'm coming in. Little girl. Little girl whose name I didn't catch. Mm. Hello. It's so dark in here. Oh, let me light a lamp. Mm. Mm. Sorry, these things take time. There we go. Now, let's see. Sarah! Mm. What are you doing on the floor? What's more, why are you bound and gagged? <laughs> oh, oh, right. Hang on. What's going on? You'll never believe the awful words on Okay, on second thoughts. What, what are you... I'm only going to remove this gag once you agree to be less aggressively cockney, all right? All right. Good. Now, what 
What's going on? It was a little kid. Soon as I had me back turned, she caught me out and scarpered. Where is she now? Well, I do hate to be cliche about it. Well? Look behind you. Huh? All right, lady. No funny business. Oh, you're looking better, lass. No jabber from you. I've had enough of that from her. I can't help it. I'm just a chatty sort. Most people like that. No you're one lying likes to it. yourself. Now, you. Empty your pockets. Pockets? Yes, empty them of valuables. This dress doesn't have pockets. I mean, it's a nice thought. Just give me anything you have that is worth money. I don't have anything like that. It's all shiny metal and paste. Besides, why should I hand you anything? Because I'm robbing you at knife point. See? You're not a thief. I am. You're too cute to be a thief. My knife says otherwise. Oh, even your knife is cute. <gasps> How does <gasps> it feel pressed to your throat? A substantially less cute, I must admit. I thought that might be the case. Now, take me to where all the gold and jewellery is. Well, I don't know. This isn't my house. It's around the thick necks, limp wrists and fat fingers of those making small talk in the drawing room, I suppose. Oh, yes. The party. Why are you up here instead of down there with them? I was sure I'd have plenty of time to loot the place before anyone noticed. I was sent to collect you. Why? Well, they wanted to take a look at you at the party. Oh, let me guess. For the pretense of charity, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ha! <laughs> Rich people. <laughs> here, I'll have to clean that up later. Well, as long as I'm invited, I may as well attend. You can help me con the jewellery from their necks. Won't that be a Merry Christmas? Bert's going to have a field day about this. You stay in front of me and I'll keep this knife pressed snugly against your back. One dodgy move and I'll bury it in your spine. What a lurid imagination these children have. Come on. Oh, Sarah, old girl, this is a right pickle you're stuck in and no two ways about it. Oh, God, I am irritating, ain't I? Shit. Oh, there she is now. Hiya, Maggie. Bert? I was talking about the child. Oh, yeah. Hello, dearest, sweetest little child. Are you feeling better? Much better, ma'am. <coughs> I hope Sarah has taken good care of you. Oh, she has, sir. What a lovely child. Oh, oh, what lovely. Lovely. Doesn't it break your heart? Quite it right. Does. You are so good to take her in, Mr. and Mrs. Dippling. Thank we you. Are. So ugh. generous. Yes, yeah, so generous. Who wouldn't want to take her in? Right, Bert? Sure, of course. It's just like Ma used to say about kids. They're the fastest way to a man's heart. Huh? They certainly are. Darling. They can be silent and deadly or messy and fun. That's not... I suppose that describes children. Not sure about deadly. How about always clean them on the victim's clothes? Wait. Oh. Oh. This is something your mother used to say about children? Uh, yes. What do you suppose she meant by victim? <clears throat> I, uh, I think she meant that, uh... Meant that what? Uh, what she was trying to say was, um... What was she trying to say? Uh, what Ma meant when she said that was... Aha! Uh -huh. <gasps> what, <Take> this! <gasps> a knife! Why does that little girl have a knife? It's all right, everybody. I stopped her. You didn't stop nothing, mister. Bert, look out! She got me. Bert, oh. are you all right? No, she stabbed me. That's right. 
and I'll do it again if any of you try to touch me. But why is the poor person carrying multiple knives? All the better to rob you with. But you haven't robbed us. I'm getting to that bit. All right, people. I want all your valuable bits and bobs in this sack. Otherwise, I'll be stabbing you all so much you'll resemble a bunch of corpulent pincushions. I tell you the vocabulary on this child. Don't try nothing funny, I'm surely not in the mood. I've come to get your pretties, and by pretties I mean jewels. I'll take what you are wearing, pass them over top, top quick. Just pop them in my sacky. Or upon my knife you'll stick. <laughs> Let's be having it, Mrs. Necklace. Oh, I'm sorry to break your art. I'm not having it, Mr. Wallet. If you're thinking of being smart, you thought you'd come to party, but I'm telling you it's my night. Let's be having it, all you bastards. Don't be putting up any fight. Oh, I know what you are thinking, she is just a little kid Did you see me stab this fella? Oh, you bet your ass I did So I'll sing the chorus sweetly, cos we don't want any fuss Then I'll grab my sack and hit the street And I'll leave you in me dust So let's be having it, Mr Typin Bring an end to our rare party I'm not having it, Mrs Bracelet If you think you can hide from me you're having a Merry Christmas, so I'm letting you lot of light. Let's be having it all, you bastards. I'll be having it all, you bastards. I'll be taking it all, you bastards. And be wishing you all good night. We all done then. Well, you've all been smashing, I must say. Merry Christmas, you bunch of bastards. Oh, oh. Maggie. Here, lie oh. in the lap. I'm dying, Maggie. Are you, Bert? Are you badly stabbed? No, not particularly. It was a wee knife. Hit the ribs. Oh, I've had worse. Oh, thank God. I should have known there were multiple blades. She was just the sort. If it's any comfort to you, Bert, turns out you were right about that girl. Right here, in this moment. Yes, it's a little bit of comfort. Mr. von Liechtenstein, you were so brave. Braver than I was, certainly. We'll discuss that later, darling. We will? Oh. You are the hero of the hour, Mr. von Liechtenstein. What an amazing turn of events. You're quite the turnaround. Merry Christmas to us all. And to think, Mr. and Mrs. Dippling, that someone would take advantage of your kindness, your generosity, at Christmas of all times. Yes, no, I know. You must come to one of my charity dinners. Help you get over the shock of all this. If Thank you, must. Lady Tottle. Well... Everything worked out in the end, I suppose. I got stabbed. Oh, you'll recover. And everyone got robbed. Oh, sure. But Christmas isn't about jewellery or valuables. Uh, quite right, my dear. It's not about the presents. It's not about the food. Maggie, what are you doing? It's not what another man can do unto you. It's all about the spirit and the sharing and the mood. No, it's not what man can do for you, but what you can do for him or her 
Oh, let's just say them. Let's say nothing until I've seen a doctor. Christmas is for being there for those who need you close. Maggie, please! The giving of your loving heart is the gift that means the most. So let the spirit fill you, feel the magic in the air. When I tell you Merry Christmas, feel the love that's living there. I'm bleeding on the carpet. It can be all too easy to neglect our festive cheer. Oh, don't join and so in. Christmas was invented to remember when it's near. So now upon this evening, we all raise our glasses high. And we all say Merry Christmas to remind us all to try. Christmas is a time for love to share with your neighbour. It only comes but once a year, so there's no time to savour. So cram in all your kindness. It's the spirit of the season. Don't, don't waste your time on other days if you don't have a reason. Is everyone all right? Sarah? Why are you brandishing a poker? I was coming down to save you all from that wicked imp with the knife. Oh, it's all right. Bert's already done that. And been stabbed for my troubles. But how'd you get free of your binds? We Cockneys are the slippery sort we are. But what are you all doing, standing around and singing? That's what I've been asking. Did you want to join us, Sarah? Who bloody right I do. Oh, ain't the time for ritual. It ain't the time for class. At Christmas, don't we all kick back and sit upon our arms? Put me out of my misery. This day was made for sharing, for having festive fun. And we all sing Merry Christmas. Yes, each and every one. Come on, everybody. Get into it, Ben. Maggie, no. Join in on a final rousing chorus. Will Maggie have a Merry Christmas? Most definitely. Will Bert bleed out on the carpet? Nah, it's Christmas. Join us in the new year to hear more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie. It's not what another man can do unto you. It's all about the spirit and the sharing and the mood. Know at Christmas it's a time to show all the good you can do. Yeah. 
Bert and Maggie Christmas musical special featured the voices of Jacqueline Osorio as Maggie and Lady Tottle, Kieran Davy as Bert, Joanna Thorne as The Match Girl, Rosie Williamson as Sarah, Rhiannon Mauschel as Mrs. Dorothy Dippling, Ethan Dean as Mr. Philip Dippling, Lucy Clough as Lady Hempworth, Matthew Samer as Sir Hempworth, Matt Graham as The Narrator, with an ensemble featuring Andrew Chamberlain, Lucy Clough. Chris Fung, Rhiannon Mauschel, Jacqueline Osorio, Matthew Samer, Rosie Williamson. Book and lyrics by Kieran Davey. Music, musical direction and piano by Matthew Samer. Cello by Andrew Chamberlain. Creator of the podcast, Kieran here. First of all, thank you so much for listening. I hope you liked our Christmas musical special. Remember to subscribe, share and review if you did, or reach out on the socials provided in the episode description. A huge thank you to all involved in this very special episode. It truly was a labour of Christmas love. Again, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. See you in the next episode on Boxing Day. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.